My name is Trish Ware, and I am obsessed with all things pregnancy and birth, and helping you to navigate both the practical and the magical seasons of this journey called motherhood. I'm an all-day coffee-sipping mama of seven and labor and delivery nurse who took her expertise in the labor room and turned it into an online one-stop shop for mamas looking for powerful education and support. I've had the amazing privilege of delivering many babies in my 15 plus year career as a labor and delivery nurse and as a mama of seven. I'm here to help you take the guesswork out of childbirth so you can make the choices that are right for you and your baby and write the birth story of your dreams. So hit subscribe and let's replace your anxiety and fear with complete confidence. Quick note, this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not replace your medical advice. Check out our full disclaimer at the bottom of the show notes. Hello, everyone. How are you guys? So we are going to talk about something really incredible today that is one of my favorite topics. And actually, we have a class coming in December that's all about getting birth ready. So today, we're going to talk about some ways that you can prep your body for labor. And also, we're going we're gonna to dive a little bit into how you can start labor at home if your body is ready. So that's the key to all that I'm going to talk about today is that if your body isn't ready, you really can't get labor going. So I know that's frustrating. I know a lot of you guys message me and contact me and say, hey, I'm 39 weeks. I really want to have this baby. What can I do? Or I'm 40 weeks and five days and I want to have this baby. What can I do? So the thing that I want to tell all of you guys is that your body doesn't really need your help. Your body does not need your help to go into labor. Now, sometimes it needs a little nudge, but Technically, your body doesn't need your help. The biggest problem is that we aren't patient with our bodies. So a lot of times we intervene before it actually does its thing. So keep that in mind that the things I'm going to tell you are some ways that you can be proactive working with some of the things we have to get our body ready for birth. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How do we get birth ready? So I'm going to give you guys 10 tips of how to get your body birth ready. And then if I have time, I will answer a couple questions, but I'm not even going to look because if I look at what you guys end up saying, then I get totally off track and you will not get value out of this little teaching topic. So the very first thing I tell my students, so we have our birth courses, Calm Labor, Confident Birth, we've got the Belly Birth Masterclass, and we have the VBAC Lab. We also have our Calm Mama Society membership, which is our mama membership. And I know my girls get sick of hearing me say this, but the most important thing that you can do to prepare for birth, to be ready and be birth ready, is to eat a proper diet and stay hydrated. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a mama come into triage who is miserable. She thinks she's in labor and very well is having false labor and in so much pain and she can't believe it. She's like, why is this so horrible if I'm not really in labor? And it's all dehydration during pregnancy is 
horrific. So I want you guys to avoid that as much as possible. You need to be drinking that water. If you have to drink like Powerades or Gatorades or some sort of electrolyte drink, do it. I want you to be hydrated. It's one of the most important things you can do during pregnancy is staying hydrated. Now, I know some of you guys are sick even at the end of pregnancy and you have a hard time with that, but girl, as much as you can, stay on top of your hydration. As far as a smart diet, I want you to think about things that are whole foods like fruits and vegetables and getting in your protein. You want to get that body nice and ready. Imagine, if you will, I always tell my girls that preparing for birth is like preparing for a marathon. You would never see see an athlete who's preparing for a marathon like winging their diet right now I'm not telling you to not eat your bonbons or your chocolate bars or your whatever your snack is right if you're like my daughter and you're obsessed with talkies so I'm not telling you not to have your snacks but what I'm saying is to throw into your diet some good healthy whole foods think nature right? Natural foods, no preservatives, none of the junk we add to our foods and really feed and nourish. Your body is building a human being and your body is going to birth a human being. Like you have an actual factual human coming out of your body. So I want you to really focus on your health right now. And that should be your number one thing. So if you're like, Trish, help me get this baby out of me. I don't even want you asking that if you're not eating a healthy diet and getting ready for this marathon. So listen to me and eat a healthy diet. If you're having a hard time keeping foods down, like if you're still sick at the end of pregnancy, then talk to your provider about some nutritional options that you can do because you wanna be prepped for birth and for that first period as a new mom because it's exhausting. All right, so that's tip number one, smart diet, stay hydrated. Tip number two is raspberry leaf tea. You know what? I'm gonna, let's go to tip number two as deep squats. Okay, so scratch the raspberry leaf tea because we're going to talk about it in a minute. But I want to go back. So for those of you guys who are in your first trimester and second trimester, this is for you. So one of the most magical things you can do, one of the most magical things. So if you're sitting there thinking, I am not a workout person and I'm not exercising and I feel horrible and I don't have the energy, then do this. I want you to be sitting in a deep squat. Now I'm not talking about with a barbell doing squats. And I have a reel that we'll link to when we're done to show you. I'm talking about sitting in a yoga like squat, like squatting down. And as soon as you find out that you're pregnant, if you're low risk, if you're not at risk for bleeding or preterm labor, or you've had anything unusual, if you have, you need to talk to your provider. But if you're just a normal pregnancy, not at risk for preterm labor, then I want you sitting in a nice deep squat every single day. And what I challenge my students and my members and my membership to do is you're going to build this up. So if you're sitting right there, if you're the mama who just got a positive on her pregnancy test, you can start doing this right now. This is 
a fantastic thing to prep your body for labor because what it does is it works on your core, it works on your leg muscles, your uterus, your pelvic floor. It works on all the things that you need to push that baby out and to prepare for pushing. And you can start doing it right now. And you're going to build up your tolerance. So what I challenge my students, my members to do is that you're only allowed to check Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media that you are obsessed with or doing when you're sitting in a deep squat. Or you can find a show to binge watch and you only can do it while you're in a bent deep squat. So start out doing it maybe three to five minutes, build it up to 20 or 30 minutes and you can sit. Now, one thing, the bigger you get, the less your balance, like your center of gravity is off. So you can lean against your couch, you can lean against the wall, you can lean against your partner. But just getting down into that deep squat position and building up your tolerance is going to do wonders for your birth. So that's one of my most favorite tips for you guys to get birth ready. Now, the next thing is, oh, and... It also preps your pelvic floor and stretches your perineum and lessens the likelihood of tearing. Now, if you want to know more things that you can do to prevent tearing, make sure you come to my free workshop next Friday night. It's going to be inside of the Fearless Birth Experience. You can go to labornursemama.com forward slash fearless, and we're going to be teaching all the different tips that I have to try to prevent tearing. Now you can't 100% do it. And my favorite, a pushing position. So make sure you come to Fearless Birth Experience. All right, so the next thing we're gonna do to get birth ready is starting at 32 weeks. Now there are different people who say different things, but there's some really amazing home birth midwives and some really natural holistic midwives that I absolutely adore who recommend that you can start doing raspberry leaf tea at 32 weeks. Now this is one cup of raspberry leaf tea. Now I'm just going to be completely real and tell you guys that I hate the taste of raspberry leaf tea. Maybe because I've been pregnant so many times, I've had one too many cups, but I can still kind of taste that tart weird taste. So what I ended up doing is I put it into a smoothie. I also put the dates because I hated them. Although now I have some amazing recipes for dates that I love. But so 32 weeks, one cup of raspberry leaf tea. Starting at 37 weeks, you can up it to two cups of raspberry leaf tea. And at 38 weeks, you can go up to three cups of raspberry leaf tea. Now you're gonna let it sit and steep and get nice and strong. Now raspberry leaf tea is really incredible because it's a uterine tonic. So it's gonna tone your uterus, it tones the muscle. The uterus is your workout buddy. If you're coming to my class on Monday night, all about labor pain because I have such an amazing way of of flipping that script and getting rid of those fears. Trust me, it's my superpower. I always ask my guests on the birth experience, what is your superpower? And mine is helping women replace their fears with excitement when it comes to their birth. That's, I digress. Raspberry leaf tea is a uterine tonic and it's gonna help your best workout buddy, your best friend, which is your uterus, who's gonna bring you that bundle of joy. If you work together with your uterus, you're gonna have the best birth experience. And so we wanna get it nice and toned. So raspberry leaf tea, uterine, it's a uterine tonic. One of the top questions I get all the time about our birth classes is what makes Labor Nurse Mama birth classes and pregnancy postpartum membership different from all else? Here's the thing. Our classes and our support community are different, 
because I care if you succeed in your birth quest. I've built an insane amount of support and accountability in both of my birth classes and our membership, which means you are so much more likely to succeed and leave your birth feeling calm and confident. I have a reputation for being a super supportive online labor and delivery nurse slash doula. I bring my experience from having had six babies myself and bringing thousands of babies into the world. I really want to know you. I want you to believe that you are capable and you are strong. But I also know that sometimes medical interventions are necessary. And if you find yourself in the situation where you have to make big decisions, I want you to be armed with the extensive education and have the guidance to make an informed choice. Mama, check out our birth classes and our pregnancy and postpartum membership so that you can find the support that you cannot find anywhere else. Inside of our pregnancy and postpartum membership, we have weekly hangouts where I hang out with you and I actually answer your questions face to face. We have experts coming in, teaching our mamas all the way from preconception to postpartum. We want you to be armed with education and power. Check out the link in the show note. One cup at 32 weeks, two cups at 37 weeks, three cups at 38 weeks. Now, the next thing you can do is dates. Now, a lot of cultures eat dates all the time. It's a daily supplement. So you can eat dates throughout your whole pregnancy, but around 36 weeks, you're going to up it to six dates per day. Now, I prefer Majul dates, but you can pick which type of dates you want. Dates are going to work on your cervix. They're going to soften your cervix. And you don't want to, you want to be really cautious if you are gestational diabetic because you want to talk to your nutritional, your nutritionist about them. You can still have them, but maybe not six dates a day. Now, my favorite way of eating them is to put peanut butter on them and put chocolate on them and a little bit of sea salt. Amazing. There's also a couple of reels that I have where we share some recipes. If you're like me and I hated them when I was pregnant, I literally would gag them. So I ended up putting them in a smoothie. So again, dates will soften your cervix. It's like a prostaglandin, like Cytotec and Cervidil, which is what we do to you in the hospital. So it's a prostaglandin, it softens your cervix. For my first time mamas, it's really important that your cervix gets soft so that it opens. Let me show you. I've got this. If you're watching this, then you can see. So your cervix, so this is my uterus here, and down here's my cervix, and it's nice and thick. For it to get soft and open like this, it has to get soft. It's really thick. It won't get soft. It won't open. So we want to get it soft. For someone like me that's had a lot of babies, mine can do it all at once, soft and open all at once. But for my first-time mamas, we want to get your cervix soft. So another way to get your cervix soft is also evening primrose oil. Oil. Now, this one's a little tricky because it's messy. So starting around 35 weeks, you're going to start taking one to three by mouth. And you can order all of this on Amazon. If you go to my link in bio, we have our Amazon shop and we actually have it clumped into list for you guys. So no problem. You can find all of this. So at 35 weeks, take one to three by mouth. Around 37 weeks, here's where it's going to get real fun. You're going to start inserting one vaginally at bedtime. 
Now, before you insert it, you're going to poke a hole in it with something sterile, with something clean, and then you're going to insert it as close to your cervix as possible. So what I teach my students to do is to sit on the toilet. If you have a squatty potty, even better, put your feet up on your toes, knees up, and then you can insert it as close to your cervix. Your cervix is in the back of your vagina. Probably going to get booted from Instagram for saying vagina said it again and it feels like the tip of your nose so it feels like your nose so if you reach into yourself I'm not going to say the word again and you feel what feels like your nose that is your cervix so just put it right next to it you're going to want to wear a pad because it's messy you're going to wake up and have some it's messy so starting at 37 weeks you're going to add one so you're still taking one to three by mouth now one is inserted you are going to at 38 weeks up it to two so one to three by mouth two inside of you remember as close to your cervix as possible do it before bedtime and wear a panty liner or it's going to be really messy. Now, another thing that you can start doing is the, oh, I should have said this before, the forward leaning inversion. Now, all of these tips that I'm giving you, you want to make sure, again, I said this in the beginning, that you're low risk, not at risk for preterm labor, no weird bleeding going on or anything like that. If you have any doubts, talk to your provider. Your specific provider knows your specific situations. Okay, yes, and I saw that someone asked about energy bars that have dates. Yes, you can do that. There are some that actually have three or four dates in each bar, and that's a way to tolerate it. Okay, so forward leaning inversion. During pregnancy, you can start doing a forward leaning inversion if you're low risk, no issues, around 20 weeks. And you're gonna wanna do this once a day, and you hold it for 10 to 15 seconds, building up to 20 to 30 seconds. Now, if your baby is breech, you're gonna do it a little bit more and a little more often, but you can go to spinning babies to find out more about that, because we're not talking about that. So the what forward leaning inversion does for you to get you birth ready is at the end of the day if you do it it will untwist all those ligaments and help you with a lot of the pain that grips us at the end of pregnancy or during that end of the second trimester and third and if you can help relieve some of that pain you're going to have a better birth because you're not going to be as worried and not that if you're having sciatica pain or you're having pelvic pain you can still have a gorgeous unmedicated delivery so don't let that scare you but what happens mentally when we're in a lot of pain is that we have a hard time prepping for birth. So if you do the forward leaning inversion, it can help with some of those pains. Another thing that you can do at the end of pregnancy is curb walking and stair climbing. Now curb walking and stair climbing can help induce labor. Now, this is something that you don't want to do until you're close to term, like close to 40 weeks. I don't want you doing these things prior to 39 weeks unless you're being induced for a medical reason. That's a whole different thing. Not going to go into it, but if you're one of my students or one of my members, you can shoot me a DM inside of Call Mama Society and we can talk more about that. But general public, I'm not going there. So as far as doing curb walking and stair climbing is what it does is it helps to push the baby's head onto your cervix and down into your pelvis, helps to get the baby engaged. The way the process works is when the baby gets engaged, the head pushes down onto the cervix from the inside, which releases all the incredible hormones that our body needs to get into that labor cycle. Head pushes down, oxytocin 
released, oxytocin gets the uterus working all in a circle. So you want to make sure that you are doing these things once you hit term. Now, another thing that you can do when you hit term is nipple stimulation. Now, I'm going to tell you guys something from the insiders that I got from one of my midwives that really teaches a holistic approach to the natural process of birth. It is natural. Is what she has her clients do is at 38 weeks, she has them start doing nipple stimulation once a day, 15 minutes on each side, use an electric pump on the lowest setting. So 15 minutes on the right, 15 minutes on the left. Now it's not going to induce labor, but it will stimulate those hormones, which will get your cervix and your uterus ready for labor. So all the things we're doing besides stair climbing and curb walking is really just getting your body ready for your best birth. Now, again, it releases the hormones and preps the cervix and the uterus. The last thing we're going to talk about today, and then I'm going to hop off of here, is sex. Sex also prepares your body for birth. Sex is the original, the OG of the prostaglandins. So we're talking about sex with an orgasm and sex with semen. Semen is the OG prostaglandin. So when people talk about Cytotec and Cervidil are the fake stuff, the man-made stuff that we use in the hospital to get your cervix nice and soft. Typically with a labor induction, we're going to start with a prostaglandin because like I said, You have to get your cervix soft for it to open. So we usually start that in the process if your cervix isn't soft already. So semen is the original Cytotec and Cervidil. It's the original OG prostaglandin. And then a orgasm is good for your mental health and also will prep your body. It also causes your uterus to contract. So you may notice at the end of pregnancy that when you have sex, you're going to end up having a Braxton Hicks good sign. That means your body's doing what it's supposed to do. So those are 10 tips. I'll go over them again really quick. 10 tips to get your body ready. Yes, I love this. And this is one of my students who said it all starts and ends with semen. Absolutely. All right, 10 tips to get birth ready. Smart diet and hydration. That's number one. Raspberry leaf tea starting at 32 weeks. Dates starting at 27 weeks, upping it to six at 36 weeks. Evening primrose oil starting at 35 weeks. And we went through all that. You can watch this again if you want the actual tips. Okay, perineal massage starting, spend about 10, oh, did I even say this? I don't think I did. Perineal massage. I was about to get off without it. Spend about 10 minutes a day doing perineal massage starting around 34 to 35 weeks. And you can use any kind of like food grade safe oil like coconut oil or grapeseed oil or olive oil. You're, I'm not going to show you exactly, but you can take two fingers, press down, apply pressure. And we do have a video on that somewhere. And you can do it for about five minutes every day up to 10, up to 10 minutes. All right, next is forward leaning inversion. Starting around 20 weeks, if you're low risk, you can do forward leaning inversions, building up to 15 to 30 seconds per day. Starting at the beginning of your pregnancy, if you're healthy and low risk, deep squats, get into a deep squat. If you have any kind of pain problems or knee problems, use a birth ball to do your squat and use it to support your body. Nipple stimulation around 38 weeks, curb walking and stair walking around 40 weeks, sex with orgasms at the end of pregnancy, and lots of semen to soften your cervix. All right, you guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this. 
10 little tips to get your body ready for birth. All right, you guys, have a great day. Hey, Mama, I hope you loved this episode and just learning some things that you can take action on right from the beginning of pregnancy to get birth ready. As always, hit subscribe, write us a review, let us know what you love and what you'd love to hear more of. See you next Friday. Bye for now.